Hey guys, Dallas here. Today we have a podcast, but it's not going to be like a normal podcast that we normally have. This is actually going to be a pre-recorded video that I stole the audio off of. This is a video that Marcelli, my wife now, and I recorded before we were even engaged, actually. She was sharing her testimony through a video that we put on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and stuff. And I was looking at the video again a few days ago, and I just thought, wow, I should take this audio and make it into a podcast. So I did that. And this is what it is. I did my best to edit some of the things. The audio is not very good, I'm going to be honest, because I recorded it with my iPhone instead of in the studio. And so there's a few background noises and clicks and pops and stuff and some bird noises, actually. But it's exciting. It's a really cool podcast. Um, The first time I ever recorded Marcelli's testimony. And so I really wanted to share it with you guys, with our listeners here. So that's what you're going to hear today. So before we begin, I'm going to share a little encouragement uh, just about the process of our marriage. So I'm American, right? Um, I speak English. Eu falo pequeno Portuguese. I only speak a little bit of Portuguese. But I've been living here in Brazil for a while now. And I met Marcelli. And later we, we started dating and we got engaged and now we are married. And it was quite the process to actually get married here in Brazil. I didn't understand um, all the difficulties it would take, all the things it would require for me to get married overseas in a different nation, a different country. And so we went through all the struggles of that uh, on the American side and the Brazilian side, but God is good. He provided. He taught us a lot through the process. I mean, there was days when we cried all day long. There were days when we worried all day long. There were days when we prayed all day long, you know, but God prepared us. God taught us a lot of things through the process. God was teaching us, maturing us through it. And we, now we have an awesome testimony to share about being married. And actually here in a few episodes, I think we're going to record again in the studio, Marcelli and I, about just some interesting things along the way that God taught us. And it's a really cool story. But one last thing I want to share is that God prepared everything. He is a way maker. He is 110% a way maker in my life. I want to read you a verse that really inspired me during this time. Habakkuk 2.2. It says, And the Lord answered me, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so he may run who sees it. Right? And so I wrote that down. I wrote it down on our fridge really big. I wish I could show you a photo, but it said, We will get married. And God gave us a house before we were married. God gave us a lot of people to help us to get married, a lot of people to prepare the wedding ceremony and those things. And here in Brazil, you actually get married in the in the cartorio, they say, in the, in the government before. You have a ceremony in the government before you have the church wedding. And so to even get that done was a huge process, going back and forth to the police federal, uh, to go to many different places, many documents. I needed so many documents to get married. And one of them took three months to get here. One of those documents took three months to arrive here in Brazil. And took a lot of faith, but God did it. And so now on our fridge, it says, we are married. I crossed out the getting married and now it says we are married. And it's just a really cool story of how God prepared us, how God provided for us. And he is our way maker. One last thing is that God provided our families to come to the ceremony, our, our religious ceremony. And my family came from the United States to Brazil right before all the coronavirus crisis was happening. And so my family was here. Marcelli's family and friends were here. And it was an amazing, amazing time. A beautiful wedding. We got to take a honeymoon after. And now we're back at home. Before we get into this of Marcelli's podcast, I'm going sh- to say a prayer and then we'll begin. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this opportunity to be on this podcast, to host this podcast with Chris Busher. God, I just pray that you go before us today, that the words that Marcelli shares are encouraging, that it touches our hearts. God, I pray that you continue to lead us 
and strengthen us in the plans that you have for our lives. Lord, you are the way maker. God, so I just pray that we can surrender things at your feet today as we're listening, that if there's things that we know we need to give to you, and if Marcelli's testimony touches people, that we can surrender things and change. In Jesus' name, amen. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Christelle Owen at Christian Counseling on Skype helps her clients find their own solutions to their problems through active listening. Through her unique techniques, she enables the client to take responsibility for their own life and make their own decisions. She specializes in trauma and abuse counseling, but has a wide range of experience. Find out more information today at ChristianCounselingOnSkype.com. That is ChristianCounselingOnSkype.com. As a father of eight, he understands the need and desire to protect those near and dear to you at an affordable cost. He has a flexible, affordable, and nationwide health care plans to protect your loved ones wherever they travel in the U.S. and internationally. His portfolio plans let you tailor your coverage to your needs, and you can just stay and rest easily. Visit the Health Insurance Dad on Facebook today. Hello, my name is Marcelle, and the other day we recorded a video about our missions here in Brazil, about Galas speaking. So a couple of people asked about my testimony, so I'm going to tell you now. In English, Marcy's first language is Portuguese, and she's recording a video in English, her testimony in English. Come on, I'm proud of you. I don't know how to react to these things. <laughs> okay, Mark, so... Your life before Jesus. What did your life look like before you met Jesus? Well, I was born in a Catholic family. Uh, I used to live with my mom, just my mom and my uncle for some years. My mom used to take me to a Catholic church, but I did not understand anything that time. Nothing about Jesus, about the Bible, or anything. I used to be a very sad and angry girl. My mom was worried about my sadness, about my hopeless, uh, because for a child or for a teenager, that wasn't normal. She started to say to me, Marcy, you need to change. You need Jesus. That was, now when I think about it, it was it's a surprise for me because God guided her to say, you need Jesus. And I used it to say, after my dreams come true, I can, I can make room for Jesus. I can seek him. That made me to be a very sad girl, something missing in my heart, that was Jesus. And how did you meet Jesus? You said that you went to church, your mom took you to church, your mom was praying for you, but how did you meet Jesus? Yeah, I stopped look, going to the church, this Catholic church, because I, I found out like people were looking at me like a judgmental uh, look, and I didn't like that. So I stopped going, and one day a friend of mine from the school said, Oh, Marcy, let's go to a birthday. Marcy said, and they said, okay, let's go. It's okay. I like that friend. And she said, but first we are going to the church. And I said, oh, I don't like to go to the church. I was, that was my thoughts. And I said, okay, let's go. And I went there and I saw those people singing. I saw those people praying and the preacher saying some things like God can took you out from the deep darkness that you're living in and that touched my heart because I was, was living it was dark in my life it was very sad I didn't have any hope it was a 
bad life for me. No life. <laughs> so I was like, this is not a real life for me. It was okay, good. And I started to go to this church, inviting myself to go to this church. I said to my friend, hey, uh, when do you come? When do you do this event? The event was called um, Make the Difference. It wasn't a, um, even for people that doesn't know Jesus yet. It was uh, an event to call people from the church to make the difference. But that day, that night, the man said, uh, the preacher said, oh, the God can take you while the deep darkness you're living. So that touched my heart and also um, their singing and prayer, worshiping God. I wanted to do that. And I said to God, um, God, if you want me, I want you. So I invited you to my heart. I didn't know what to say to God because I didn't have a relationship with him. But this was amazing, that moment. The moment everything changed. Yes, everything changed for me. I felt something very different in my heart fulfilling me that I never felt in my whole life. And it was Jesus, the Holy Spirit, coming to me, in my heart. And so I've talked about this in many videos, but so we experienced salvation and then the next phase is transformation. So when you experienced the salvation that day, you were saved, you gave your life to Jesus, he entered into your heart. What's the, what did the transformation process look like? Yeah, I started going to the church, like I said, and when I did that, uh, I was hungry. I have a hunger to seek God more, to learn how to be a woman that pleases his heart. At that time I was a girl, but 15 years old, and a girl of Jesus uh, that looks similar to Jesus, that know his Bible because I felt, oh, I lost so many years without Jesus. So it's so important for me now to learn about him, about his Bible, and I was going to church with this hungry. But I needed something more, you know? Yeah. Going to church and I needed something more. I love that because I just released a video saying that there is more. And so you gave your life to Jesus, he was beginning to transform your life. And then you're like, I want more. I'm hungry for something else. And then you went to seminary. Yeah. God called you into the seminary. Tell me about that. This was long years. I was learning by myself and from the pastors teaching us, from some leaders and some books. I used it to read a lot, a lot of books. And I was at high home doing my devotions every afternoon because my intimacy with God was very important. And God put in my heart a desire to go to the seminary when I was 15 years old. Wow. And 15. I, yeah. 15 years old to go to the seminary. Yeah, I needed to wait since I was 18 years old to go to the seminary. God opened the doors for me to go to a good, amazing seminary, theological seminary hmm. in Rio Grande do Sul. Wow. Do you have any testimonies of how that funding was raised? Because it costs money to go to seminary, oh, right? Yeah. Do you have any testimonies of how that was funded? Yeah. My mom... Uh, she works cleaning houses, so in here in Brazil, we don't, it, it didn't pay too much. So my mom didn't have enough money to pay for this, but God paid it all for me. Like, I did some works, yes, but not too much to make me tired. So I could learn from him, I could serve him at the seminary, and that time he was taking care of everything. Foundation, foundation every uh, financial financial yeah. uh from for me that time nothing was missing not food not clothes nothing and it was very very expensive just i know god provided 
God funds his plans, yeah. right? Yeah. God funds his plans. Sending me to Asia, sending me, sending me to Brazil, God funds his plans. Yeah. So you, you went to seminary for four years. God funded everything. He provided for you. After seminary, then what? Oh, after seminary, I have a turbulent uh, time. And like the last year of the seminary, started something really bad in my life. I felt like the enemy was trying to destroy me because I was being used by God. And he tried to destroy my life to kill me. Uh, and uh, that time, I needed to go home and to need to be restored by God after the again. Seminary. Yes, after the seminary, instead of going to missions, instead of going to churches, I needed to come back home. This is not normal, you know. You go to missions, you go to the churches, and I needed to come back home and to be restored. That was sad for me, but I could see that God was restoring everything in me. Yeah. And something that I want to say about uh, God was restoring me that time, but he did it uh, when I met Jesus some things he changed in my life like he i used to have nightmares if demons are something really bad and god took it threw it away from me you know i never had like those dreams anymore or those fears anymore like something surrounding me and trying to disturb me i could feel the peace of god around me and i oh, that was something that makes me think that god is so powerful, so amazing, and in this time, something really important that I forgot to say, uh, my I didn't have a father, like I said in the beginning, I used to live with my mom and my uncle. She, uh, God put, became a father for me. He showed me that he is a father, he cares for me, he loves me, and I'm not a abandoned person, a girl. Uh, I am his princess, you know, I belong to him, and when I, that darkness in my life after the seminary i just remember oh he is my father i'm not here just to learn about him and to serve him but he's my father so he took care of me and god gave me a person that loves jesus and is a missionary and nowadays let me, I, let me ask you a question okay okay so you went to the seminary you had to take some time to restore your life to get back closer to jesus right and then so I want to say this because I know some of your testimony. You have been praying for things. You've been praying for promises and for things like that. And God was giving you promises. God was telling you these are the things you're going to have. And I've watched some of those things happen in the last year of God giving you those promises that he's been saying for you, right? He's been delivering those promises to you. And he moved you from your city in the south now to Sao Paulo to do missions. What do you do today? What type of missions are you involved with today slash moving forward in the future? Yeah. Um, okay start talking a little bit more about the past like when okay. god put me in the seminary i was thinking oh i'm here to learn and serve god but i didn't know like i'm going to be a missionary you know and i had that in my heart but i didn't know that was real and god give it to me god give it in this desire in my heart and he also uh showed me like the kind of man that i I'm supposed to get married. I didn't ask those questions for you to talk oh about me, okay? <laughs> talk about you. Talk yes. about you. It's a, yeah, but it's something that I ask it to God. Someone to serve with me, you know, to do missions with me. And nowadays I can see God giving me these promises that He gave to my life. In the past, I used to pray a lot for this. And nowadays we are 
in Viracora, São Paulo. We are serving at the church with kids and evangelism and missions for the church. And there's a great group that's already doing something there. And this new year, we have a lot of friends to keep doing it, like you and me. Uh, we were doing some things on the streets that God just put in our hearts to do. So this is amazing for me because we could talk with hopeless people. We could talk with homeless, <laughs> with many kind of people that needed prayer. And this is what uh, makes me think that I can use my seminary and also giving the, the cl biblical classes to, to the kids. Something that I could, can use my the seminary that I did and doing missions, it's really important to me. All of us should be missionaries. And also we need prayers because the enemy tried to destroy us, but I know the prayers are so powerful yeah. and God will never let anything frustrate his plans for us. One last question for you. For the listeners, if you could give them one piece of advice, the biggest thing that God's taught you over the last not 25 years, over the last you know, time in your life. What's the biggest thing that you've learned? What's the, the best piece of advice you would give to our listeners? Uh, God is a father. He's, Jesus is our savior. And we have a life to share. We have something to share. We have to share about Jesus with other people because they need this hope. And if God is doing, putting hope in your life or is putting like passion for missions or a passion for to do, uh, work and uh, to do it for do it for him because we can't bring anything to heaven we just can bring the souls that God ha has put him in our hands to to share about his love to these people <laughs> I think it's really important to share about Jesus for people because it's the only thing that we bring with us the people <laughs> that we tell told about Jesus and this life, living with God, is the best choice. Nothing makes me more happy than living for Him. I could be rich. I could be. I could have all the dresses that I want, all the shoes, all the dresses. A big, big, huge house and beautiful, like women dream, and fancy things. But nothing can make us so happy, like to have intimacy with Jesus and share His love with other people. He makes us to have a peaceful life, a peaceful heart, and this there's no price that can pay this, you know? I agree. Marcelli, thank you so much for sharing your testimony. And I just want to say one quick thing. She said we could buy dresses. I love when Marcelli says this. We, I want to spend money on something, something simple, right? I want to, what's an example? What do I try to buy? Uh, maybe, sushi. Sushi, go out for dinner, right? Go out for a date. And she's like, Dallas, we could buy five dresses. I'm like, Marcel, you can't buy five dresses for that price. So funny. I love it. So, guys, thank you so much. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. There's going to be more videos. Like I said, this is the third video in the last couple weeks. And so I'm excited. I'm excited for what God's going to do. I want you guys to be part of this journey with us. And thank you so much. Thank you. I want to ask you to pray for us and pray for your life to be used by God. Yes. This is really important and it's a, a happy thing. God will reward you. Bye. Bye. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.
with your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.